five mid mornings catch up. Good morning. Today we are talking to Ingrid Pollock, who is a psychotherapist, social worker, somatic therapist, amongst a whole bunch of other things, incredibly experienced. And we're talking about OCD this morning. Ingrid, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. And you? Good. Thank you so much for asking. So I've got you on the line this morning to help us demystify a little bit about OCD. It's something that I think a lot of people use in their everyday language. I think it's used quite often pretty incorrectly as well I think a lot of people are like oh you know mm-hmm. I like I like things in a specific way I'm so OCD meanwhile obsessive compulsive uh-huh. disorder is actually a real disorder that affects some people very very badly so let's start off by uh, asking the question what is OCD? OCD stands for obsessive compulsive disorder mm-hmm. where the obsession is excessive thoughts that lead to repetitive behaviors, also known as compulsions. Okay. And then the obsessive compulsive disorder is also characterized by unreasonable thoughts and fears, which are the obsessions that lead to compulsive repeated behaviors. Often centers on themes such as being afraid of um, being contaminated by germs, the need to arrange objects in a specific manner, or having things written perfectly. The symptoms usually begin gradually and vary through throughout the life of the person who suffers of OCD. Mm-hmm. And then OCD is also linked to anxiety. Is there something that specifically causes OCD? Is it a hereditary thing? Is it something that can trigger later in life? Is it something you're born with? Is there a cause? I'm not sure whether it's genetic, but um, the compulsions are learned behavior, which becomes repetitive and habitual, which when they, they are associated with, with relief from anxiety. So anxiety could be something that has been triggered in the person, or it could be learned behavior such as, you know, families with high anxiety or even communities with high anxiety. Mm. So that can be a learned behavior as well. And then um, obsessive compulsive disorder is due to genetic and hereditary factors. Oh, sure. There's, yeah, there's chemicals, there's structural and functional abnormalities in the brain that are the causes of that. Distorted beliefs and reinforcement and maintain symptoms of, uh, you know, that associated with OCD. So it could be also yeah. about trauma. It could be trauma. So, for instance, when we're talking about COVID-19, mm-hmm. some people be- developed OCD because of the anxiety oh, wow. of COVID, of catching COVID. So they go and they're forever cleaning or they're staying behind closed doors or they're forever washing their hands and they do not leave the house without a ma- wearing a mask today and that has got a lot to do with anxiety and the fact that people have been locked up literally for two years yeah I and mean, not having yeah. that social contact yeah that makes that makes a lot so, of yeah. sense definitely not something I ever thought about but you're right uh, COVID-19 was so incredibly mm. traumatic for a lot of people that I could imagine it might have triggered OCD in some people it makes complete sense to me OCD is called obsessive compulsive disorder so we're talking about obsessions right. and compulsive compulsions, mm-hmm. which are two different things. Mm-hmm. So do the obsessions mm-hmm. always come with compulsions or could you just have an obsessive disorder or just 
have compulsions? Well, purely purely obsessional thoughts is a term commonly used to refer to as a form of obsessive compulsive disorder, okay. which people mistakenly believe has no outward compulsion and only features distressing internal intrusive thoughts. Mm. So, for example, some people may may obsessively think about hurting somebody, for yeah. instance. Yeah. The, you know, this is just an example. But there is no compulsion to actually carry out the action of hurting someone. Yeah. So the anxiety of hurting something, like let's say an animal or somebody, like they just have these obtrusive um, thoughts, but they don't actually have a compulsion, which actually Mm. makes them go ahead and actually do the act of whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. So the two can exist without each other. They don't always have to present with obsessions and compulsions. It could be either a combination or one or the other. Correct. Maybe you suspect that you've got OCD, you go and seek out uh, some sort of diagnosis. Is self-help an option with OCD? Are there things that people can do in their own life? Or does it mean that because I've been diagnosed with OCD, I am destined to a life of having to be treated? It's definitely not a destination to be treated for the rest of your life, but management is definitely necessary. Okay. So help self is an option, but the patient needs to be committed to doing the exercises Mm. to help him or herself develop coping strategies on a daily basis. Normally, these exercises are often based on cognitive behavior therapy. For short, it's called CBT. I wouldn't advise people struggling with OCD to use self-help as this could add to the already existing anxiety Mm. the person is already experiencing and add to their stress levels. When there's somebody actually helping them, they it's a lot easier because then it becomes a compulsion. Oh, I have to do this because if I don't do this, then something bad is going to happen to Mm. me. Do you understand? If I don't do these exercises, then I'm going to be punished. Or if I don't close the door three times, then something bad is going to happen to me or my family. So when there's a professional who's assisting the, the, the client with the condition, work through the OCD, that is a lot better than doing it by themselves. I also feel it is better to work with a therapist on a weekly basis with special interest in OCD and well-versed in the technique to help the client manage the condition better. Yeah, I uh, totally agree with finding somebody who maybe specializes in whatever it is that you're struggling with. So if you've got borderline personality Mm -hmm. disorder or bipolar or you have OCD or ADHD, try and find somebody who specializes in that to help you out because they'll definitely have more experience. Can you tell Tell mm-hmm. me about all of the treatment options that are available for somebody who has been diagnosed with OCD. Sure. It, it really depends on the individual that's struggling with the condition. It depends on the, the, the therapist, whether they are trained in the modality to help the, mm. the client or the patient. So CBT is one of them, um, cognitive behavior therapy. Um, another one could be DBT, which is um, dialectical behavior therapy, which is a branch of CBT. We could use EMDR as well, which is um, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. Or you can use a combination. It really depends on the client and on the therapist so when the therapist is versed in all three for instance um, he or she can use a little bit of 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 each modality and actually make a bespoke treatment for that particular client so if the person let's say you know they don't work well with emdr Mm. then we can purely use 
cognitive behavior therapy. So, so it's really not a one size fits all. So the therapist needs to get a sense for the client and discuss with the client what the best options would be and be and work with that. And if that doesn't work, be flexible to actually change the treatment to, to make it more comfortable for the client to work through. You know, some sort of behavior or therapy or whatever it is could work for one client and not work for someone else. And I think too many times people will go into therapy thinking that it's a one size fits all and then realize, oh, mm. wait, this isn't this kind of therapy isn't actually working for me. It doesn't mean that therapy doesn't work for you. It maybe just means you need to try and find a different therapist or maybe ask your therapist if they can mm-hmm. use a different technique. It's not necessarily the end. Absolutely not. I mean, I work quite holistically. So I like to be flexible in my treatment when I treat my clients. And, you know, if, if it doesn't work for the client, let's say I'm using a modality that doesn't work for the client Mm. and I don't have a specific modality that another uh, therapist has got you know then I refer the client to that therapist to work on the OCD or whatever the story is and then the client can always come back to me so we also work in a in a multi yeah we work in a multidisciplinary team although we may not work together as private therapists but if we are therapists who work in a hospital plan or in a medical you know setup then we work together anyway do you understand so it's really about what is best for the client and what would work for the client in in the best way and the, the shortest way possible because you know we don't want to keep the client in for therapy for years and years and years yeah of course not you want you want to so, feel you know, like there we, is some there is some kind of light at the end of the tunnel so to say abs- absolutely and sometimes clients need to stay in therapy for years but that doesn't mean because they are they're not coping it's simply management of the condition mm. Because, you know, we don't go through life, oh, you know, like I've got a problem now and tomorrow it's everything's hunky-dory and it will be hunky-dory for the rest of your life. No, we are people, life happens, and when we hit a dip, we need to reach out to a therapist to assist us. And once we, we go back to our happy state, and it's just management of what is going on in our lives. And that doesn't only mean for people with OCD. I mean, it could be for normal people who don't have psychological or psychiatric conditions, but they just need some support to navigate life as it stands. Thank you so much, Ingrid, for chatting to us this morning about OCD. If we would like to get in touch with you, how can we do that? Do you have a website we could check out? www.inneressence.co.za or they can email me at ingrid at inneressence.co.za. Thank you so much once again for helping us understand OCD just a little bit better this morning. Ingrid, you're an absolute star. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Mid-Mornings by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.